By watching or listening to this show, you are acknowledging that you are of legal age to purchase and consume cannabis in your region. This production is for adults only. Have you seen the slash? Made by users for users. Engineered for flavor. One of the coolest features around. A built-in loading tool. Learn more at www.stonesmiths.ca. What's that strain? Let's find out with Chris Ionson, Nova Cannabis store manager and educator. My good friend Chris Ionson of Nova Cannabis uh, joining me for another edition of What's That Strain? And on a day where our uh, first, uh, or yesterday, our first uh, 12 cultivars of Christmas came out, Miracle Alien Cookies for you, and today Blueberry for me. So those will continue right up until Christmas Eve. And normally I introduce you, Chris, as being from uh, Jasper Ave, the location, but you were out visiting Fort Saskatchewan at the Nova location uh, the last couple of days. Yeah, that's right, Dina. I've been out in Fort Saskatchewan for the last couple of days, just uh, kind of helping out out there. Uh, it's been been super cool to kind of get, uh, you know, a, a new community, a new environment, new store. So, uh, yeah, it's been awesome. So um, next week, I'll be back at Jasper Ave, though, when we talk. All right. And, of course, everybody can use Click and Collect to order ahead, to peruse the menu. So important right now as we're trying to limit contact, especially right now, for people to use that Leafly website to order ahead and certainly helps you guys out uh, as the uh, bud tenders. Yeah, totally, Dean. Uh, we're just trying to limit uh, you know time spent in store so you can shop our menu from home and kind of decide what you want, place an order, uh, and we'll we'll pick it and have it ready to go so that when you come in, we can uh, you know process the payments and get you on your way. Awesome. All right, let's talk about our cultivar that we are looking at today, and it is Cake Crasher number one. And this is an indica-dominant hybrid, about 60-40 on the indica side, and we're looking at Joy Botanicals as the producer. So tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, when and, and what the uh, the mindset is for Joy Botanicals. Yeah, totally, Dean. Uh, so Joy Botanicals, they were founded in uh, 2019 uh, to discover the potential of cannabis grown in a precise and automated environment, uh, nurtured by skilled hands. Um, they've got a huge focus on, on quality over quantity, uh, which I, I'm a huge fan of. Uh, I would rather see, you know, a smaller amount of, you know, quadruple A bud than, you know, uh, a big amount of, you know, you know double A. Um, so uh, props to that, you know, you know, big props to, to the, that call on that. Uh, I definitely uh, value that. Um, while most cannabis companies, uh, you know, have a focus on scaling their numbers up, uh, um, they, they focus more on the precision and the knowledge and the, the high quality flower. So uh, it's just nice to see. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, people will be uh, knowing uh, when they spend their money that this is a uh, quality product that they have taken the right amount of time and, and proper care with. So who are the people behind Joy Botanicals? Uh, yeah, Dean. So the, the company was started by Randy uh, Karen, uh, and he's a former executive with a, a global EPC service provider. Uh, him and his son, Jeff, uh, and Jeff now runs the company as, as its president. Um, they run this company. Uh, they started the company together. Um, and uh, Randy had reached out to his son and he had, he had said to him, you know, let's start a business together. Uh, but he let Jeff decide what. So, you know, Jeff looked into some 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 things um, and he he came down with a decision for, for cannabis, uh, medical cannabis at the time. This was pre-legalization. Uh, at first, Randy was rather apprehensive about the decision, uh, getting into the, the drug game. Um, you know, it wasn't initially kind of what, what he had thought. You know, he had thought, you know, maybe a car dealership or uh, something along those lines. Um, but uh, with further research uh, and Jeff's positivity and, and his passion about it, uh, cannabis was the decision. And, uh, and super glad, you know, they, they mm -hmm. made that call uh, for sure. Uh, I think it's, it's great to see, you know, these, uh, you know, I guess, a, a smaller batch kind of companies uh, come in, and especially, uh, you know, a family-operated joint like this, uh, father and son. I always love those stories uh, in the cannabis world. And, and, uh, and also the team that they have uh, working at their facility, it, it consists of passionate, hardworking, experienced individuals. Uh, and they, they love to share their joy with the world is, uh, is a little blurb I got from their website. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it seems pretty cool there, uh, what they're, what they're doing. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty awesome. pumped about okay. Joy Botanicals. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, okay. So let's talk about, we've talked a little bit about the who and, uh, uh the when, uh, let's talk about where they do their growing. And, and we also mentioned, uh, the quality that they take. So how did they grow? Uh, yeah, Dean. So they've got a, a 15,000 square foot facility just outside of Calgary. Uh, it's in the Wheatland County. Um, this facility has a, a specialized HVAC system uh, that draws much more power than the, the average warehouse does, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, and they employ right now just they've got 15 regular employees uh, and they have an on-call crew of about 10 more workers uh, when needed, uh, when it's, you know, harvesting time or um I mean, with cannabis, there's, you know, you've got your cycles, right? Uh, mm -hmm. um, so you're going to have your, you know, your core people there. And then you're kind of, I guess, your part-time people coming in. Um, and they grow in single cultivar rooms. And they use uh, soil as their grow medium. And, uh, and it's a fully automated uh, environmental control system. Uh, but it's human monitored. So, uh, you know, it's not just the robots aren't just taking over. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> we've got, uh, you know, humans are obviously monitoring uh, all this. But, you know, fully automated is, is really uh, kind of the, the next step here um, and allows you to, you know, track all the, the, the data um, from each room and kind of see, okay, this one room just killed it, this grow. Uh, check it out you know they can like look to see on the the environmental uh settings that were in that room and and try and um you know mimic that for a, a future grows um so that's cool and great um the environmental controls in each room it, it, those control the watering the temperature the co2 levels the nutrient levels humidity uh and they can dial it in uh room to room which is super sweet um they also have uh, ozone water treatment, uh, which is uh, powerful oxidizing agents that destroy all bacteria, viruses, and cysts uh, within the water. And it's also recirculated as well. Um, 
so just uh, they're they're doing a lot of you know real real cool steps over there, uh, and and they're also grown he, here in Alberta too. Uh, you know, as we're seeing a lot more uh, Alberta cannabis companies popping up here. You know, with uh, agriculture being a you know a big part of Alberta and uh, the tech game too, and uh, so we're kind of seeing those two kind of uh, gel in t- together a bit here. So it's uh, it's neat to see, Dean. Yeah, it's it's time we celebrate Alberta Bud uh, as well as Alberta Beef like we normally do. And there is a look, if you're watching, at some of the uh, Alberta Bud that we are talking about. So let's discuss the history. And when we look at the lineage uh, with uh, Cake Crasher number one, we have Wedding Cake and Wedding Crasher. So I don't know if uh, Owen Wilson uh, or Vince Vaughn are going to pop up in this one or not, uh, but let's discuss the parents as we take a closer look at this. Yeah, Dean, for sure. Uh, so yeah, we've got, like you mentioned, Wedding Cake and Wedding Crasher. And now uh, Wedding Cake is, is a genetic breakdown of Triangle Kush and Animal Mints. Uh, two real awesome cultivars there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and the further down that line, we've got triangle Kush, which, uh, you know, that's a, that's a, an OG Kush, uh, variant. Uh, and then we've got, uh, the animal mints, which is an animal cookies crossed with a sin mint, uh, Girl Scout cookies. So, um, real tasty genetics there just on that one side of the wedding cake. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the other side of the wedding crasher, we've got uh, purple punch, crossed with wedding cake again. So uh, doubling up on the wedding cake here. Uh, and that purple punch uh, has one of my go-tos. Uh, it's Granddaddy Purple in there, GDP. I just big fan of that uh, that cultivar. And that's uh, GDP crossed with a, a Larry Lemon OG, uh, which is uh, a very kind of a citrusy uh, and with, with some sour diesel in its genetics. So um just legendary genetics here. I, when I looked into the Cake Crasher, Dean got me super excited. Um, this was my first time trying the Cake Crasher. Uh, I've tried both uh, Wedding Cake and Wedding Crasher previously, but this was my first time hitting a Cake Crasher. Uh, and it was super dope. I, I really, really liked it. Uh, I thought it was tasty. Uh, I thought the, uh, I guess the high, the effects were uh, top notch. Uh, put me in a really good mood. So uh, I was pumped about it. Um, All right, who created now, Kate Crusher, Yeah, Dean. Uh, they were created, it was first bred by uh, California breeders, uh, Seed Junkie Genetics. Um, they're responsible for some, some really cool genetics. We've talked about these guys a lot lately, it seems. Uh, they've just put together, uh, you know, a lot of great cultivars. And, um, and this specifically, the Cake Crasher, like what it's known for, it's known for its distinct flavor of uh, of, of a sweet petrol with uh, fruity and earthy undertones, and, and the effects are known to be profoundly relaxing on the mind and the body. It's it's a real nice uh, balance of uh, of head and 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 body effects. Indeed, uh, the website uh, for people wanting to check out some more information is Joy Botanicals. Dot com. Uh, I found there's some good information on the uh, process that they have. Uh, their products are, are not there yet, and maybe maybe they're uh, still working on that. But joybotanicals.com. I like the look of the website. Some good info and then uh, more uh, to come as they roll more products out for sure. Uh, and the THC on this batch that I picked up is 24.1%. So we'll tell you in just a little bit where that fits on uh, our kind of a scale. Uh, as for what's in a name, this is pretty simple to figure out when you look at the lineage. You're just taking the word wedding out and combining the two cake crashers. So uh, not hard. Uh, not all, not uh, We didn't have to get uh, like a private investigator on the case to figure that one out uh, as far as that. Uh, but when we do 
uh, take a look at what this does look like um, as far as the packaging. I like the glass jar. I, I really do like the glass jar. I kind of like the whole look of it. Uh, what do you think from the uh, packaging department? Uh, yeah, Dean, I, I'm a big fan of the glass jar. Uh, I just think it's a classy container to have. Um, my initial, I guess, assessment on it, um, the, the lid, I thought, uh, I've just seen some, some glass jars with nicer lids. I thought, uh, I, I guess I could have seen a, uh, maybe a classier lid there. Uh, no internal seal, though. So when I, uh, when I cracked the, the jar on mine, um, you know, just there was the bud right there. I, I like seeing that, that seal right on top, and, and it could have done with uh, maybe a humidity pack as well. Yeah, I would I would say it came a little bit dry. The one I picked up was packaged October 30th, so not that long ago. Uh, it wasn't, uh, you didn't need a grinder dry, uh, you know, it was still a little bit squishy, but you could tell that uh, uh, humidity pack, I just think that should be standard. I know there's a lot of people out there that say glass jars, you don't need them. I still think you should put them in there. Let's have this cannabis, you've, you've taken so much for every company out there, you take so much care in uh, putting it together. Uh, so let's make sure it lasts as long as possible for the uh, consumer. So that's on the packaging. When you actually get to the buds, uh, man, uh, it's it's they're not the biggest buds, but they are dense. And you know, if you're watching, look at those colors. Yeah, um, for sure, Dean. I, I was super impressed when I when I cracked the jar. Um, yeah, real dense buds covered in trichomes, uh, vivid, vivid colors, uh, you know, a couple different shades of green. Uh, we've got purple, we've got orange in there. Mm -hmm. Um, just real vivid. Um, the container that I had, um, you know, had like a, a good little dusting of, of, of crystals on, on the edge there, uh, like on the glass. Uh, it's, it's, it's very, uh, cakey. Um, when I ground it up too, um, or even breaking the buds apart, uh, on my tray, just trichomes kind of just tumbled down. Uh, what, what I like to see in 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 bud, uh, I was I was pretty impressed with how it looked. Yeah, that stuff just looks like it's everywhere on it. As we're watching, if you're if you're just listening, and your your mouth is watering at what we're talking about, check out our YouTube channel, the Cannabis One Hundred and One Podcast, and our social media feeds because. This will be out there, and uh, man, I, I could look at this all day. I just love when something comes in with just more than green. I love the green and orange that you usually get, and sometimes it's really distinct, but I love when you can get some other stuff in there as well. Uh, okay, so you're you're not here, obviously, because we're be doing our part to, to, to stay home and stay safe, but... I did give the taste test to Nosy McGee, and uh, it was it was funny. We got uh, a little bit of uh, spice, and I got some creamy, but there was one distinct smell that we couldn't figure out until you and I talked. So what did you smell? Uh, yeah, Dean, for me, it was uh, I got uh, a sweet and creamy uh, 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 right off the hop, very fresh, too. Mm. Um, the secondary smell for me was was earthy and spicy. Um, and, uh, and I had kind of, I had a couple people, uh, also get their nose on this, uh, as well. And, and caramel, yep. uh, was, was a smell that was mentioned. Uh, and, uh, it, it definitely had that kind of sweet. It very much reminded me of, of caramel. That's what we could. Uh, so that, that, that was we, super uh, nice. Yeah. Oh man. I couldn't, uh, we couldn't place it. And then and when we heard it, we were like, that's the one we couldn't place. So it's really nice. Like, you know, we talked in our 12 cultivars, cultivars rather about something like almost like the coffee taste or there's some mocha tastes out there. And, 
Uh, it's nice to get like a caramel taste. You don't often get that. I don't often get that. So, or that smell rather was was really nice to uh, have. Uh, and then there's uh, you know a little bit of earth and and some spice uh, with it, which leads us into the terpene profile, which is where we get a lot of our uh, smells from, isn't it? Yeah, it is very much so, Dean. Um, yeah, the the primary uh, dominant terpene for for the cake crasher that I came across was it was uh, limonene, uh, which is that uh, citrus and kind of fruity uh, aroma and flavor. Um, caryophylline was next, and that's uh, black pepper and kind of a spicy, and uh, that was apparent there with the uh, the smell test. Uh, and then linalool was the uh, the third terpene, uh, and that's known to be floral, kind of a, a lavender uh, terpene. Uh, so yeah, that's those were the three uh, that I tracked down. I know I, I got this off my my research off, off the web, mm-hmm. uh, not specifically from Joy's website. So um, you know, hopefully once it's up there, they do got their their terpenes listed, and uh, you know, I will I'll, I'll correct myself if uh, if if they've got uh, you know different information. But this is what I what I was I tracked down for the cake crasher. Sure, what works for me, man? It's got uh, you know I'm the the big caryophylline freak, so I love that. And then linalool is quickly becoming a, a favorite of mine, so I'm really looking to diving into this uh, a little bit more uh, after we uh, finish up. So um, then I will be able to give you my experience later on. But what was your experience when you first tried this? Yeah, Dean, uh, I had a, a real good experience when I tried it, uh, for sure. Um, it hit fast. You know, I was uh, halfway through through my joint and uh, just f- felt the effects. Um, there was that initial blast behind the eyes. Uh, my head became pretty floaty, uh, which was nice. It just kind of kind of takes me away from the day that I had. Um, I found it was a real smooth, cerebral head high. And then I, I did my physical assessment uh, too a couple times when I when I hit the uh, cake crasher where I, I get up and I kind of shake my shoulders around. I, I t- take a few steps. I check in with my body uh, and, and it, it felt great on my body. Uh, I, I had a bit of stiffness uh, before consuming the cake crasher and, and I kind of found that, uh, you know, I didn't really notice that as much uh, while, you know, assessing my physical assessment. So uh, definitely an indica dominant with just the right amount of head high. Uh, I found I had a lot of good laughs with it. Uh, it wasn't too buzzy though um, and very uplifting. Uh, so yeah, I was a big, big fan of, of Cake Crash. It was a cool uh, first first go for me. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun, and uh, it made made me feel real good. Well, and and something that you mentioned in there uh, that I want to kind of touch on that I thought was really important. I'm just firing up the uh, Supernova Volcano Hybrid uh, to uh, enjoy some of this. But something that you mentioned I think was really important, and that is. That you kind of did your 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 mental checklist or your check in with your body, and that that's kind of like your form of journaling, right? Of 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 figuring out you know how this is affecting compared to other things. I think that's so important. Whether you do that, whether you write stuff down, whether you record stuff and then listen to it later. Yeah. I think especially for for people that are new to cannabis, but even experienced people, like I do it still uh, when I get a new cultivar to know how you react to it because everybody is different. We're snowflakes, we're fingerprints, we're all different when it comes to our DNA and and cannabis. So I think that was a really good point that you brought up about kind of just what you can do when you're trying out a new cultivar. Yeah, absolutely, Dean. Um, I've been doing that for a bit. Uh, I think it goes back to, uh, I I was in Amsterdam for a, a trip to Europe and uh, went to 
four or five different coffee shops in, in a single day. I kept filling my backpack up with all these different samples of, of cultivars I, I had never seen or tried before. Um, and I had a little journal and, uh, and I kind of wrote down, uh, we did a, a blind, me and a friend did a blind kind of taste test uh, where I was aware of the cultivars I had and what wow. I kind of did some research on them and then, and then tried them all and did my physical assessment uh, stood up, uh, you know, bent the knees, uh, shoulder circles, uh, you know, neck rotation, just to kind of feel it, uh, just to see, um, you know, where I was at. And I, and I journaled that. I documented it. Uh, and then I was able to look back. I still got that journal. And uh, yeah, it's funny to look back because yeah. some of those cultivars, though, now we, we've seen here in the Alberta market, uh, you know, it's, it's just cool to do. And, and everyone's going to have a unique and different journal, too. So I, I, I do think it is important um, to do that. Uh, sometimes I, I, I'm a little busy. I do a mental journal instead, you know, where uh, I take note of things and, you know, I'll remember that as time passes. But uh, I think it's better to write it down, uh, especially in the, in the cannabis game with uh, – short-term memory and stuff mm. like that uh you know i can i can remember uh you know who created this cultivar uh but i can't remember what i had for lunch today so yeah indeed i can remember brett hall's goal totals in uh, 1991 but uh sometimes i forget to do uh, unload the dishwasher at home so all right let's get to the three w's about this uh the who what and when is this good for in our general opinion yeah, totally, Dean. Uh, so who's good for intermediate smokers and up? Uh, I think definitely with the, the high THC level of 24%, that's in the in the high range there. So mm-hmm. uh, this is not one you're going to want to, uh, my first time with cannabis, uh, you don't want to, you don't want to start off with some cake crasher. Would you say it's closer <laughs> uh, to close to level three as well, being that high of a THC? Is that getting into like the two and a half to three range? Yeah, I think I think two and a half. Yeah, I think if you've just kind of graduated into the level two there, uh, you know, you might be, uh, you know, a little easy or mm-hmm. apprehensive on jumping into some cake crusher because this, this stuff was uh, a bit of an intense high with with that THC level. Um, so, yeah, I'd say beginners stay away. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you're ready, intermediates and experts go nuts. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. Uh, yeah. What? And uh, what it's good for, Dean, it's good for, for chilling out hard uh, without too hard of a, a couch lock. Um, I, I found it was great for, for funny movies. Um, I also, uh, I watched this uh, documentary about uh, Timothy Leary, the, uh, the, the grandfather of LSD, mm-hmm. uh, and really, really got into it. Uh, with the cake crasher to the point where you know I had a, a joint of the cake crasher watched the show and I ended up um, having another one of it you know back to backs which uh, I don't normally do that often so um, yeah it was real nice for I guess uh, a, an introspective uh, kind of uh, watching a, a, of a real neat movie I, I really got into it um, uh, when it's good for uh, what's that no I said that's awesome I was I can't wait to uh, dive into oh. a documentary. Yeah, buddy, it was uh, it was good. Uh, and then when it's good for it's uh, evening time is best. Uh, you know, right after dinner was great. Um, I think you. I mean, you could start your day off with some cake crasher, but again, it's just going to be a really chill day. Um, you might not get too much done. So uh, I think you know, evening time is best for the uh, the cake crasher. 
Uh, all right. Well, I am uh, going to actually, uh, we're recording this on uh, Tuesday night, so I'm about to, uh, I'm going to go use some, uh, I, I picked up some more bath salts, latitude bath salts from uh, Plant Life uh, in Aaron nice. Ridge out here. Uh, so I'm going to find a documentary, take my iPad in there, have a Lebowski bath, have a little uh, cake crasher and some latitude bath salts. That's the rest of my evening. So uh, I'm glad I picked this up using click and collect because it limits the contact. That's why you're at your place and I'm at my place. Uh, so this has been a lot of fun. I now have my evening planned. I'm going to have a, a bath dessert with uh, Cake Crasher number one. Uh, Chris, uh, definitely stay safe during these times. Uh, I know you're out in the fort for the next couple of days, and we'll chat next week when you're back at uh, Nova on Jasper Ave. Thanks very much for chatting with us, and enjoy the 12 cultivars as they continue to roll out in December, man. Yeah, I will do, Dean, and uh, thanks for having me, buddy. We'll see you next week.